Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. This is Wendy B, and I'm a solution coach. I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. What makes you extraordinary is sometimes the adversity you have lived through and who you've become, regardless of those circumstances. I believe that you have the ability to thrive, not just survive. You will get coached on solutions, how to discover limiting beliefs that keep you stuck in your life, especially in the areas that are important to you and you're dealing with. I have over 30 years of practical experience of coaching, leading as well as attending transformational workshops, and I have successfully sold over six businesses. Each business I have no previous experience in. Practicing transformational conversations that make a difference has helped me succeed in areas where I had no training. I can help you deal with difficult situations you will deal with throughout your life. I have the wisdom of over 40 years. You will walk away with clarity, freedom, and power. You will have some practical tools to successfully deal with the areas you are now struggling with, regardless of how difficult the situation is. With this experience, my intention is to cause you to be curious, excited, thought-provoked, to cause you to alter your thinking, alter your thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise, and living from that altered view, create a new future for yourself, a new future that was not going to happen if you don't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that can make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. Are you currently taking effective actions that will move you forward to fulfill your dreams? Are you excited about your life? This podcast is to inspire you to start taking new actions today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or maybe you're resigned that you could never make them happen. Regardless of your age, regardless of your circumstances, You will be motivated and inspired to take one step at a time, and you can turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late for you to start. You can always create solutions. Would you like clarity, freedom, and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom, is having clarity, freedom, and power when our circumstances are ugh. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, How fast can you make lemonade? What would it take for you to get unstuck and then thrive? What does it take for you to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? Again, I want to talk on seeking the lesson in suffering. And as you, if you listen to the last podcast, within 10 days, I've been told my dad's got spinal cancer. I thought there'd be some time there hasn't. Today, I got another phone call. When I was first told that my dad had spinal cancer, I had a concern, you know, about my stepmom. And 
with my sister from Ontario, I felt there was things being withheld and things being shared. And so I sent an email requesting that we all know what's going on. I, I think the sister from Ottawa was just minimizing stuff because she was trying to sort it out and be the one to take care of things. My dad had her quickly sign a paper so she could be power of attorney. I mean, this happened so fast. My dad was probably petrified. Anyways, in the process, he ended up giving her a, a, a luxurious car and she had neglected to tell us that. And so when she did out of my email saying, hey, let's have full disclosure of what's going on, because we've been raised in a splintered family, all of us hurt, all of us raised in separate and sometimes together. One, The sister that's being the power of attorney hasn't even ever been raised with us. She was raised by my grandparents. So there are lots of triggers, lots of emotions. And, and I suffered for a day or two, but what I'm trying to get across is when we have a moment and we're triggered, we need to be in communication with safe people and express what we need to say. It wasn't so much the monetary value, but it was that it's it's like it felt like one more time my dad pitting one family member against the other. I'm not saying he intentionally, but my dad has been an unwell man all his life and he's going out that way. He's not done the work he needs to do, so he's going out that way. And, you know, my twin reacted, he was reacting, and not in a bad way, it was just we were reacting. And so finally, I sent an email today, and I don't have any attachment to how it's going to end, that what what I'm attached to, uh, not attached to anything, I, I guess I am, I'm attached to that I need to be heard. And I'll do, I'll read the email, and then probably do another podcast, but this really left me in peace and I put I wrote this yesterday morning since then I've talked to Chris again and and thank you Chris for stepping up to the plate and supporting dad and Audrey and dealing with what needs to be dealt with thank you Jeff for supporting her and my family that's my brother-in-law thank you Judy for being a trooper and I hope your course goes well she's leading a course I still am sending this email because it's from my heart and I would regret it if I didn't send it things are moving really fast with love, your sister Wendy. Remember, I wrote this email yesterday morning. I just talked to Audrey for half an hour. That's my stepmom. And she seemed to be in good spirits considering she was clear that Chris was arriving today. She said, Dad is really angry and has no patience. That after someone visits, he is glad when they leave. This must be hard on her. She also mentioned how great the neighbors are about getting groceries, etc. She said the neighbors really like Dad. I'm glad for Audrey's sake. She also said if she needs... Too, she can take a taxi somewhere. She shared some childhood stories and acknowledged that all of us siblings have treated her well. Unfortunately, I never got to talk to Dad. I was okay with that. Our last conversation was loving, and he even said to me that he was glad I was happy. That in itself is the biggest gift we can give our parents, is letting them know we are leading a good life. I want to acknowledge and thank Judy and her husband, Dave, for supporting her. Judy, thank you for all that you have done and will continue to do to further help Dad pass on his journey from here to the afterlife. Thank you for your supportive calls and emails. I know it cannot be easy and it must at times be confronting and at times you must get triggered. Thank you, Bill, for visiting Dad, that's my twin brother, and trying to be supportive with Audrey and letting Dad know you loved him. It probably was not easy to do that considering and thank you for that gift you gave Dad, letting him go in peace. 
Chris, thanks for all the supportive phone calls to myself and Judy and Bill, and thanks ahead for being willing to do whatever you can do for Dad in the time you are there, and thanks, Jeff, for supporting Chris through this. Also, thank you for reassuring me Audrey will get taken care of because that has been my main concern. I know Dad is being taken care of, but Audrey is left with the aftermath. She will be 90 this December. Unbelievable. As I'm saying this, it would be neat to celebrate that with her. Maybe we could create something around that as siblings. I've prayed about sending this email. My intention is creating, honoring each sibling and speaking from my heart. One thing I learned in the 12-step program, Al-Anon, is that we are only as sick as our secrets. We siblings have kept secrets all our lives because of different reasons, shame, guilt, who would believe, wanting to fit in, etc. There are some things I will not share until Dad passes to respect and honor him. Here's an opportunity in front of all four of us to honor all four of us. The question is, what would honor all four of us. We have all been treated separate and the family has never been united, just splintered. There has been lies spread about different siblings' behavior, even the way dad's ending is creating splintering. We are told he doesn't want to see anybody. The way I see it, this happened real quickly and took dad by surprise. It would cause fear and panic for him. I believe he shows this by being more controlling and bossy. It appears he has it together, but he is really terrified. Also, he is in agony, and it would be hard to think straight when we are in that amount of pain. There is a lot to be accomplished, and one of his main concerns would be to make sure Audrey is taken care of financially. Things are put in order, so he quickly wants to dispose of things so that the government doesn't get anything, and Audrey gets taken care of. He has to keep it simple because there is no time to do otherwise. So, whatever show, so whoever showed up first would be the one he relied on, whether it be Chris, Judy, Bill, or me. It happened to be Judy. Now, I appreciate you doing everything in your power to please Dad, Judy. I suggest we keep being informed of everything in emails. I hear different stories from different people, and that causes splintering. One way to prevent that is having full disclosure of what is going on financially and keep track of what's given to whom. Also, revealing all as, as it unfolds. Example, sending an email about doctor or nurse update as it's coming in, a retirement home for Audrey, sale of house. This is only my view and suggestion, obviously. I feel when it comes to car, tools, whatever, that we keep track of the financial benefits and in the end divide the financial benefits between the four of us. It is not so much the dollar value, but around that we are all equally honored as important and that each of us counts. If everything is laid out in the open around Dad's finances, Audrey's finances, nothing hidden, no one can accuse the other of deceiving or having hidden agendas. In a family that was healthy and working together, that wouldn't be a question. It would just happen. In the end, we all have the right for full disclosure legally. I feel so strongly about this, I guess because I did not know my legal rights when our mother died. I can't speak for Judy because she was close to the other half-siblings, but I can for Bill, Chris, and I. We were totally excluded from even seeing the will and were treated like leopards from the three siblings. I personally felt we experienced being left abandoned and not worthy one more time in our lives. As the parent of two beautiful girls, I would never put my children in a situation where they are pitted against each other. They will share equally in assets and finances. They have been told that verbally and I have it in a legal will. So I request there is full disclosure and that we respect that 
The monies left right now are to take care of Audrey and that if we receive anything, we keep track and equally share in the value. At first, Judy, when I heard about the car, it brought abandonment issues and I quickly worked through that and saw he had to keep things simple and it was a quick way to handle the situation and not have dad upset. I don't believe he purposely tried to make you more important than us. Just you were there and it was simple to handle it that way. It doesn't mean it is right and it doesn't mean it is wrong. It's just what's so. Thanks for listening to my view. I know things that are happening will trigger all of us. Even this email will trigger people. That is not my intention. My intention is to leave all of us feeling honored equally. Leaving with the question, how do we honor each other? How do we honor each and every sibling so we are left with the experience that we are equally important and honored? Love, Wendy. In closing, we're exploring what is the lesson in suffering. Where are you being right about something or unforgiving? Where are you stuck? Can you distinguish a limiting barrier you have in that situation? And what's a new action you could take that can make a difference? Could you take that action right now? Get a piece of paper and write that down. And the question to ask yourself is, what are you committed to in this situation? One, and on the piece of paper, I told you to get to write down one or two actions that you habitually do that keep you stuck when you suffer. Is that habit limiting you? And if you took a new action from asking yourself, what are you committed to here? What then could become available? Are you willing to risk taking a new effective action around your suffering? Are you willing to create a new effective habit that will stop your suffering? Well, what did you see here? What's one new action you're taking away from listening to this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast. I'm ready to number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on? When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Would you like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I want to call you and hear about one area you are stuck in. What conversation are you having that is limiting you and causes you to suffer? I will give you an amazing tip if you take the coaching that will move you forward. I will call people who let me know they left a five-star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes, Google Plus, Stitcher. Just that fast. Just hit the button, subscribe to my podcast, and rate it a number five. Thanks for listening. Keep thriving. And let's get you unstuck. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.